This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services, who have been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, and more. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. What's your strategy to reduce taxes, generate income in retirement, reduce your risk, and get even more from Social Security? This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice about how you can make your money go a lot further in retirement. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Now, here are your hosts, David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. Welcome into this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. We're all back together again. Got a great show lined up for you as we come to you at the halfway point of 2023. Listen up as we go into the commercial breaks. You'll hear about opportunities over the next two weeks to get registered for one of the upcoming workshops. There'll be four different choices over the next two weeks, and you must get registered in order to become educated uh, about the roadmap to retirement, which we will continue to do, David, and continue uh, to talk about uh, as long as people will listen. How's that? That's actually, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, right? <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, and, and reminding us that we're already halfway through the year is just mind-boggling. I mean, where does time go, right? Just flying by. Well, we certainly had a, a hot week, Lots, hot. right? Temperature-wise, a lot of news out there, a lot hot, of things. Hot, hot, no doubt. Right? A lot of things going on. So, definitely want to welcome our uh, listening audience in. Welcome everybody this morning here at the table. We're having a good time. Um, we got a lot of good stuff to go over, right? It's, mm-hmm. um, like you said, halfway through the year. There's still plenty of time to get the proper type of planning in place to set yourself up for success uh, in retirement. And, you know, Joe, we always say this at, you know, our workshops and when we, when we meet with people that there's a lot of complexity to retirement. You know, getting to retirement, I don't want to belittle it at all, but it's not that hard of a formula, right? You find a good job or a business or whatever it is that you get earnings from. Hopefully, you keep your expenses, although that's getting a lot harder to keep your expenses at a reasonable rate with all the inflation that's going on out there. But if you can keep your expenses below your income, You'll have some money left over in surplus. Hopefully, that's going into a good type of retirement plan. It's properly invested and earning a decent amount of interest, so that compounds each year. And you know, you let it sit there for 25, 30, 35, 40 years, and you should have this nest egg built up that prepares you for retirement. Then the fun starts, and I say that somewhat facetiously, the fact that you've got to now start making decisions to protect that nest egg, because outside of that nest egg, for the vast majority of people listening today, the only other source of income is Social Security. And people have lots and lots of questions about Social Security and the viability of Social Security. So, now we really have to rely on that nest egg to produce enough income after inflation and taxes to rest you know, to last the rest of our lives. I was just going to say, I was, even if you do nothing, even if you've done nothing and you've followed your scenario and you've got to that point, you got this bucket of money and you've done nothing, 
cut it at least in half and give it to the government. Because if you don't do anything, you're going to lose most of it in taxes. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. And I think a lot of folks that have attended our workshops, uh, engage, thrive in some fashion, have definitely gotten themselves educated enough to come to the conclusion that taxes are going to go up during those retirement years. So that you know, that's what it takes to get there. But now that they're that you're there, missteps and mistakes can cost you tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's why we do this show, right? Our show is geared for folks that are either pre-retirees, kind of in that three, four, five years out from retirement, or have already entered retirement. We want to help people get educated. We want to create the awareness. We want to provide the education, and then if needed, the leadership to navigate through those complexities so at the end of the day, you had a nice, successful retirement, you had peace of mind that you were there, everything turned out to be okay. That's why we do the show. So we got a lot of good stuff to cover. I'm going to jump right over to Karen and have her share a little bit of what she's going to cover on today's show. Um, I have a list, Joe. I have a list again. So it's kind of a a list. I have, what, two, seven things on my list to things to think about for retirement. And oddly enough, um, I was thinking the same thing the other day. Like, we are halfway through the year. If you planned on making or planning for your retirement in the beginning of the year, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and this. We're already halfway through the year, so it's time to get going. So I have a little list to help you get started. Love the list. You know I do. And I always put in parentheses on my show notes list. (laughs) With a question mark. (laughs) I always check it and then I always check it. I always leave lists for David too. He loves my lists. And uh, Brett, what are you going to be covering in today's show? Yeah, you actually just spoke about Social Security. So actually, the uh, the consultant that the government uses, a Mr. Larry Kotlikoff, uh, has a podcast. So he actually spoke about it on his podcast and a little bit to what Karen had said as well. I also have a list where they talked about seven flaws with modern financial planning and talking about the importance about why you need to revisit your plans and why your plan needs to be customized for your particular situation. So excited to share that in the next segment. Good stuff. We got a good show lined up. Joe, in my segment, we're going to talk about should your retirement date be tied to a savings goal? Or are there other factors that you may want to consider? Um, and, And then how do you track if you're on the right game plan, right? What's the accountability that the way you're planning the timeline for that retirement is meeting those different milestones, right? Again, sometimes, you know, just the way things work, we kind of we kind of have more of a wish list, right? Then actually, you know, we'll talk. Karen says list, Brett says, you know, a dedicated list that gives us those milestones. Did I hit this mark? Am I ahead? Am I behind? Are we doing those, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, or annual? And I would tell you, the closer you're getting to retirement, the shorter the time interval should be to making sure that you're checking in and everything's working out on that list. Um, here's, Here's just a couple quick statistics that I'll talk more about in my segment. But when it comes to retirees by age and how much money, how much investable assets they have set aside, according to census, this is what comes up. Of people age 55 to 64 who have 500 to $1 million in investable assets, 
35% of those people are retired. Of people 55, 64 who have under 50,000 investable assets, 35% are retired. Of people 65 to 74 with 500 to a million investable assets, 82% of that population are already retired. And of people uh, 65 to 74 with under 50,000 investable assets, 77% are still retired. And of people over the age of 75, more than 90% are retired regardless of asset level. So it's a little vague in how you maybe interpret that, but you know what it's basically identifying is some people are prepared. Some people maybe some you know who are prepared are supplementing social security and pensions with additional money, living maybe a, a more uh, uh, lively retirement, and people who are not are more reliant on a fixed income. Where so you know with social security, yep, we're getting cost of living adjustments, but inflation is still hammering it, and like you said earlier, taxes are definitely hammering that. So you really have to kind of put those plans together. Good. So I think we got a great thing lined up today. I was just going to say, really, really good show lined up. We'll get everything kicked off with Brett Elam on the other side of the break. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. If you've got some time this upcoming week, get registered for one of the upcoming workshops. Perhaps we'll see you. At the Kimberton Inn, you'll find out information in one of our commercial breaks on how you can get registered. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Back in a moment. Back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam all back together again as we deliver another week uh, of good information. Don't forget, if you miss any of the information on today's show and you'd like to re-listen to the show, Just download the podcast. You'll find it on thrivefinancialservices.com or wherever you get your podcast. And Brett, as you know, the podcast continues to be a great source for people to consume some of the content, perhaps, or re-listen to some of the stuff we talk about. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how many people continue to listen and we get feedback from them, which is awesome. Uh, again, you wonder sometimes who's listening out there. I was there. driving down to Atlantic City the other day. I put the podcast on. That's it. You know, it was a 65-minute ride. I put the podcast on. It's a, You hear things that you missed from when you were listening to it live. I do a lot. And in our category, financial services, we're getting ready to, to reach the top 20 here worldwide, which is very exciting as yeah, well. Just awesome. just uh, the Army continues to grow. But uh, today, I wanted to chat about, um, again, Professor Larry Kotlikoff, who is the consultant that the government uses um, related to Social Security. And on his most recent podcast, Mr. David Blanchard, who's a financial planning expert and heads up research for PGIM DC Solutions. And while they talk about how financial uh, advisors do a better job of planning today, at least compared to your traditional stock jockeys, your stockbrokers, and insurance agents, which are more just transaction-focused people, there's still a number of important ways that this industry is falling short of inevitably the potential. So, what this article really uh, dives into, um, these, these two talk about um, I guess the nuts and bolts of modern financial planning process contrasting to what they refer to as economics-based planning, we're going to keep it light, which allows for more nuanced perspectives about defining goals and achieving successful outcomes, which is a relative term, versus traditional planning which is what I think a lot of our listening audience has been um, used to, which offers a more binary perspective 
of success or failure, meaning black or white, there's no gray, and life is all about being gray. So, these two talk about an over-reliance on these things called Monte Carlo simulations, which is, hey, what's my chance of likelihood of success? And the one key problem for the industry to address, and another, is figuring out how more clearly and and effectively communicate the importance of different sources of risk. And the two things that they talk about, which is interesting, I'm just going to touch on this, and then you're going to dive into the flaws, is understanding longevity and then sequence risk, the sequence of returns risk, which we've talked about over the years. So, I want to jump into this. um, These these, uh, two gentlemen talk about their main criticisms for the standard process, where I believe that our listening audience and something that we pride ourselves here at Thrive is that we believe that we owe it to our clients to continue to improve, improve, improve the means of communication, giving people that peace of mind and security because of this thing called underconsumption that a lot of us are fearful of, like I don't want to run out and so forth. So, let's jump into things, talking about the seven flaws of modern financial planning. The very first one is they focus too narrowly on the binary, binary possibility of success. So, what the heck does that mean? Is that when you look at these things called Monte Carlo simulations, it tells you what's your likelihood. They run into uh, different scenarios. It says the most common uh, outcome metric and financial planning tools used by advisors today is this thing called Monte Carlo simulations. In basic terms, you're looking at a stated income goal and a portfolio performance projection, which is just full of outlandish assumptions. And if you accomplish the goal in its entirety, you assign a successful outcome for that particular trial. So you do 1,000, and they do 1,000 different simulations, and all the results are added up, and then that's your probability of success. Here's the issue, is that when you use those type of analysis, if you fall $1 short, let's just say in year 30, it's a failure. So it's either you made it or you didn't. And life is more, again, gray, because do you need that extra dollar in year 30? Or do we need to talk about what's reality to your situation, which is the importance of looking at? So, again, it's true or false. And again, life is more than just true or false of success versus failure. Number two, failing to communicate the continuum of outcomes. I like this one as well. So, adding to another point, they talk about um, how the industry commonly fails to fully communicate the importance of talking about outcomes that are possible in all given scenarios. Again, we look at things very myopically, but for example, let's talk about this. Planning efforts should acknowledge that individuals can and do cut back on their spending needs in, re- in retirement if they need to. And the subjective cost or utility penalty of doing so varies a lot ready, on the type of consumption being curtailed. Meaning, if I said you're not going to be able to go on as nice a vacation or you're going on a vacation, that's one set of cutbacks versus the second one is you can't eat. And again, understanding discretionary or non-discretionary expenses and what is on the table to adjust and what isn't, those are things that need to be delved into all the time. We got a lot of people come in here and say, this is what our expenses are. And we said, does that include getting your hair and the nails done? Does that include going on vacation? Does that include gifts? Does that include healthcare? Again, it's all about what's necessary and what is a want to versus a have to and looking at those items. 
Third one here is failing to define what failure means to a specific client. Again, the importance of things being directly uh, uh, associated to your situation. And this is it right now, and especially um, the gentleman who's the expert for Social Security talks about this. He says, under a standard approach of running retirement projections, you could run an analysis that would technically tell a person of modest means they have a 0% probability of success with their stated goal, but at the same time, they're going to achieve 90% of that goal with guaranteed sources of income. So, it's understanding, again, because everything looks at failure or success, is that uh, David talked about, they may have a pension, you may have an annuity that's giving you a guaranteed stream of income, plus Social Security. You may be missing that extra, that last 10%, but your 90% is there. So, it's understanding. Failure doesn't mean you're going into bankruptcy. It just means we need to understand, where is that failure coming? Am I, am I going to be 90% of my goal, 80% of my goal? Is it, do I need to look at discretionary uh, income? Do I need to look at non-discretionary income? And looking at a specific scenario, again, the importance of not taking, I guess, the gospel, the messages that are going out there to 300 million people, and the importance of why all, nothing, none of that stuff matters. What matters is your particular situation, and your particular situation is unique to everybody else that is out there. The fourth one here is failing to communicate clearly about mortality and longevity risk. Um, this was just uh, reaffirmed that if we have a couple age 65, there's a 50% chance that one makes it to the age of 92, and a 25% chance that one makes it to the age of 96, which can be a long time. So, in talking about these guys, they talk about that many people often think about mortality and longevity the same type of way that like big insurance companies do when they talk about just simply spending rates, risk taking, etc. But they talk about that's actually not a very constructive approach because any given client only has what? One mortality date. We don't live in a world of averages. We say, hey, well, the market's going to return 8% a year. Yeah, but we don't live in a world of averages. That's where we talk about the importance of sequence returns. Just like we understand what life expectancy is, but what really matters is what your life expectancy is. We got to look into genetics and all that kind of good stuff. And just because one individual may make it to the 92, their partner may not. That's exactly right. I mean, that's the obvious inevitable. My wife and I really actually talk about that all the time. Her genes are strong. My genes are not so good. So, where that needs to go into the analysis. Where are we going to fall? That's exactly right. And they say, for example, in real life, if a client dies at age 80, it didn't matter if their portfolio lasted uh, for another 15 years because they're not around to spend it at the end of the day. So, misconceptions about longevity can lead to easily over or under consumption, and it's the importance that you need to find the balance between the two because you have people that may be living under a rock, which isn't necessarily a good thing, where we want people to flourish and live life because you never know when it's your time. Number five is failure to appreciate the effects of guaranteed income on risk tolerance. I shared this just probably two uh, and number three. If you have those guaranteed sources of income, that's a big deal in understanding what risk level, what risk tolerance can I take with my other assets? Because again, if you have Social Security, you have a pension, you have those guaranteed sources of income that are taking care of those income needs, it allows you to take possibly a little bit more risk with the rest of your portfolio. So again, making optimal decisions. Um, requires multiple inputs. And in reality, people are complex creatures, they say, with multiple goals that they must 
manage together. Again, the importance of not just looking at things in a binary fashion is trying to put all those different pieces um, together. Number six is putting too much emphasis on theoretical optimal outcomes. Again, if a social security report, if you have two people that say, wait till age 70 to collect social security, and they died at age 73 or 75 from a, a financial perspective, they didn't make it to their break-even analysis. And a lot of people have in their head, got to do the break-even analysis, got to do the break-even analysis of what makes sense. They may have collected more wealth if they had drawn earlier, but they, could have, but they couldn't have known when they were going to die. And again, that's where you try to talk about what are the what-ifs and how do you take some of those risks off the table. And on the brighter side, that younger generation will be inheriting a larger uh, pile of money because they inevitably ended up passing away early. And the last one here is, is number seven, failing to revisit point-in-time assumptions or adjusting the course. We talk about all the time adjusting the course and revisiting the plan. Karen talked about we're now halfway through the year of always re-looking at things and changing those assumptions so that you're not spending too much or spending too little so that you can live. I always say when people are like in their 60s, early 70s, these are our go-go years. Then we get to our slow-go years as we get into our 70s and 80s. And then inevitably, and I stole this from a client, then they become your no-go years where you're inevitably not working. So does inflation matter when you're 95 years old? Yeah, it'll matter a little bit. But people want to flourish and live today in their 60s and 70s. So the importance of revisiting that plan. And if you've been listening to this saying, hey, I've been doing this on my own, running my different scenarios where I work with an advisor and we just talk about the, the that that success, what's that percentage chance of making it? and you're ready to take the step to go a little bit deeper of what makes sense for your particular situation, my ask is to give us a call at 215-798-9088 and the importance, we're more than happy to talk to you about the importance of going through all those different questions and talking about what ifs so that you can be in control of your situation so that you can live and flourish today. See, I think it's important to do it because even if I'm self-managing myself and I've got a great plan lined up and everything else appears to be in place, on a moment's notice tomorrow something could occur that completely destroys it's my a, self-managed plan. It's gray. Life's gray. It's not black and white. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. Don't forget as we return back here to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, if you want to attend one of the upcoming workshops, go to thrivefinancialservices.com or call 215-798-9088. Karen, over to you. Thanks, Joe. Well, I hope everybody had a fantastic 4th of July long weekend. For some people, it was long. It was kind of a confusing weekend holiday for some people. Um, but uh, I hopefully everybody had a great week. And again, yeah, we are in July. We are halfway through the year, which... You know, they say as you get older, time goes faster, and I truly believe that, but time's definitely going faster. And in January, you're like, okay, here's my list of things that I'm going to accomplish during the year. Some people do it, some people don't. But if planning for planning for retirement or retirement was something that you were going to hope to do by the end of the year, here's some things that you need to start thinking about if you haven't already on this as well. So, uh, I have the list of seven things. Hopefully, we'll get through my list, Joe. You know how I am. I'm going <laughs> to listen and not say Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Not good, but good. So, number one, you want to review your retirement plan. But, better yet, if you 
don't have a retirement plan, maybe it's start to start time to start thinking about devising that plan. And you want to devise your plan so it's tailored to your goals and factors and things. Like you want to start thinking about um, what your cost of living is going to be, medical expenses, social security. These are things you need to start thinking about. Or better yet, I would say you can come out to one of our uh, workshops that we have going off going on during the summer, uh, or give us a call here, and you can actually schedule a complimentary consultation, 215-798-9088. I promise you it's complimentary. Um, When I meet with people at the seminar and I get them on the schedule, sometimes they feel like... um, they do ask me again, they're like, now what's it going to cost? And they're waiting for that gotcha. Because we in, we invite you to come the first time. Uh, we You share information with us. Uh, we really want to get to know you, what you want to do in retirement. And then you come back a second time and we really give you a detailed uh, study of what your retirement's going to look like. And the woman that I spoke with and she said her appointment, she goes, okay, the first one's free. How much is the second one? I'm like, I swear to you, you you're not going to pay a thing when you come in and meet with us. So it's really an amazing thing. Right. And once you become a client, you're our client. Um, we have, I, have a speak, I was speaking with a client we have over in the UK. She's a dual citizen. Uh, unfortunately, her husband passed away, and we're dealing with things. And, um, you know, I'm answering all these questions, uh, questions about Social Security, things that or just kind of not even in regards to what she's dealing with. And she's like, okay, now how much do I owe you? And I said, you don't owe me anything. She's like, but how do you make your money? And I was like, and I'm like, you're our client. You're part of the family. So we are here to help you. You became our client three, four, seven years ago. And this is what we're doing for you. She's like, I'm surprised because everybody I'm talking to is telling me this is going to cost this, cost this. Again, complimentary. 215-798-9088. So one, you want to review or you want to put together your retirement plan. Number two, you want to prepare for the impact inflation, right? Inflation is rampant right now. So it's going to be part of your retirement, whether you like it or not. What we do here when we meet with you is we will factor in inflation into your entire plan. Among other things, we'll factor in inflation. We sit down, we ask you how much you think you need to live off in retirement, and we, we put all those numbers in. What do you have saved currently? Maybe how much more do you need to have saved to have a successful retirement? Or we're going to show you by one of our software means is that you're on the right track. So it's great information to have. So again, number two, you want to prepare for the impact of inflation. Number three, you want to protect your assets from the market. It's, you know, it would be nice if you had that bucket of money and then it was earning such great interest every year that you could live off of your interest. But in reality, that's not going to happen, especially if you're going to be retired for 30 years or longer. So you want to protect your assets from the market, but you also don't want to protect them so much that you're not making any money in retirement. So what we can do for you here is we can do a review of your current asset allocation and give you an idea. Are you being too conservative? Are you being too risky? Along with protecting your assets from the market, I'm just going to, another thing you have to have is you need an income plan. Where are you going to start taking your money from? Are you going to start social security right away? Are you going to let it grow? Those are things you need to think about. Number four, you want to plan healthcare very carefully. We had a show a few weeks ago 
where we discuss, you know, people don't always understand long-term care. Um, and when you're working, most of us, luckily, have a company that we're working with that actually covers your healthcare expenses. But when you're retired, you're not working for that company anymore. So you need to plan for the cost of Medicare, and you need to plan for a supplement. And also, along with planning for the cost of it, do you really understand Medicare and how it works and what you actually need to get? Do you need this extra insurance? Do you need this extra insurance? Long-term health care isn't covered. Most of it is not covered under Medicare. So what are you going to do to protect your hard-earned income and your hard-earned money that you worked for for so many years? Another thing that people don't often think about, sometimes they don't even know about it and they're shocked when they find out, is you're going to have those Medicare surcharges, right? You want to understand, okay, I'm just paying this for Medicare. Yes, but you could end up paying more for Medicare if you're not careful in retirement. Again, it's based on your income. Um, So number five, you want to shift. This is is important, but you want to shift your perspective from saving to now spending that money, right? Um, you're in retirement, so now you've made it to that point, and now you're going to have to shift from spending to from saving to spending mentally. It's a big mental shift. So up until retirement, like you're spending, but when you spend your money that you saved before you retire, like you're like, nope, nope, that's bad. I can't touch my retirement accounts. But in retirement, it's the opposite, right? It's okay to start spending your money, and it's okay to not have to save your money all the time during retirement. But you want to have an income plan that you're comfortable with and you want to understand that, yes, I'm okay. Each year, I'm okay. I can spend this much money. And you do have to, um, like Brett said, you need to revisit that plan, right? Um, Number six, you want to reestablish your purpose. So other than having enough money in retirement, you want to enjoy your retirement don't want to sit around. Maybe you do. Maybe that's your retirement plan, but you kind of think about, okay, what are we going to do in retirement? And again, uh, number seven, like I just said earlier, and like Brett alluded to in the uh, previous segment is you need to stay on top of your finances in retirement and you got to stay on your plan, right? You might think once you're retired, you have a solid financial plan in place, especially if you met with us here at Thrive Financial Services, 215 Seven nine eight ninety eighty eight, but once you're on a fixed income, you know you need to revisit that plan every year. And we sit down with our clients as often as they need, and we revisit that re- revisit that plan. Got tongue tied there. So please give us a call two one five seven nine eight ninety eighty eight. Take a look at our website. We have a lot of great information there. ThriveFinancialServices.com. And hopefully everybody will have a healthy and happy retirement. You know, sometimes in life, as we get ready to go to the break, you get these little simple reminders. I was in Florida. I was behind a gentleman who was getting a donut at the uh, at the counter, and it was I don't know two eighty nine or mm-hmm. something like that. And he turns to me. He turns to me. And he, <laughs> and he was shocked. Two eighty nine. I know. My wife and I just retired. Here. How am I going to make it? It's yeah, it's, it's not a joke. It's not. It's not it's a joke. Simple. It's serious. It is very very. You want to enjoy. You want to be able to enjoy that donut. No doubt about going it. Going from an apple fritter to a glaze. <laughs> Roadmap to retirement. The radio show. Back in a moment. Make sure you head to thrivefinancialservices.com and register for their upcoming free workshop. It's Tuesday, July eleventh, at the William Penn Inn, starting at six p.m. Come out, meet the team, get educated at the free workshop. 
workshop. Register now at thrivefinancialservices.com. Again, it's Tuesday, July 11th at the William Penn Inn starting at 6 p.m. Register now, thrivefinancialservices.com. thrivefinancialservices.com. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. One segment to go with David Bazaar. A lot of good conversation today. Don't forget to listen to or re-listen to uh, the podcast. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. David, over to you, sir. Hey, Joe, just a quick comment, um, kind of continuing with the, your story out of Florida. I think this was, I don't know, two weeks ago. I was feeling a little bit under the weather, and I, for whatever reason, and you know, I've gone completely vegetarian. It's a year now that I've been a vegetarian, all that kind of stuff. But I was really craving good chicken soup. Mm, yeah. Right? Like, I just <laughs> thought, you know, that kind of, it always kind of you know, heals yeah. the heart, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So, Karen and I happened to be at, you know, one of the big chain grocery stores because I wanted that prepared. I didn't want Campbell's soup. I didn't want Progressive. I wanted like the home style prepared by a real chef or cook or whatever. So we went to one of the local grocery stores. I won't mention the name Wegmans. I mean, um, anyway, sorry about that. But uh, we went there and I walked up to the prepared where the soup was. And Joe, I I kid you not, I, I actually took a picture and at our last seminar, I went over to my phone and I sh- like I walked around the room and I showed people the picture for a quart of homemade chicken soup. It was fourteen dollars and ninety eight cents. Wow! Is that broth or was that no? no it I mean, had yeah, some noodles with some chicken and some vegetables, Maybe but some still. Gold in there too, or <laughs> yeah, something. Right. But even canned soup, I bought it for him. He was like, "Wait, it's two something for a can." Yeah. yeah, I mean, look. Uh, uh, you know, God bless. I mean, we've done very well. You know, I've been a financial planner now for 34 years. I'm going to be 60 years. Like, there's not a lot of circumstance where I think about what something costs or whatever else. But there comes a breaking point. And I'm telling you straight <laughs> up, I did not buy that chicken soup. Like, no way, no how. And when I, you know, what, like I clench my fists, right? My, the hair on the back of my neck stands up when I hear people on CNBC or MSNBC or CNN or Fox News, whatever you want to, whatever you listen to, tell us that inflation is under, is being tamed, right? It just isn't the facts. People are getting hammered out there. So, okay, I'm going to go off my soapbox now, but you know, people got to get prepared. Um, so what I was going to talk By the about, way, not everybody has enough, not everybody has the, uh, determined will to walk away and not buy the chicken soup. They will still buy it despite, and that's where the, uh, that's where the effect even comes from even more. Holy smokes, Joe. I mean, you, you hit the nail right on the, it, um, and, and again, it, because it's our day to day and it's what we're so immersed in. Like, I always wonder, like, and, and, and you know, the three of us sitting here uh, from Thrive Financial can attest because we meet with people and we hear and we learn about people's habits and their thought process. And you're so right. And one of the things that kind of illustrates what you just said, that some people don't walk away and they're spending, is we're seeing for the first time the absolute highest credit card balances in the history of credit. Like people are now completely living off of credit uh, to supplement the shortfall of what they have between their income and their expenses. 
And that's why retirement planning is so critically important. And I think, you know, I listened to a podcast the other day, and I wanted to throw this out to our audience, and actually, you know, the four of us sitting here at the table as well. The podcast said, and this was, um, you know, I'm big on, uh, you know, regaining health and longevity and doing all the right things that I have control over. Right. The one thing I don't have control over is what the good Lord was going to, is going to ultimately do, um, and kind of what my DNA says. But you know, all the longevity experts, all of the doctors that I've dealt with, they say your DNA is a loaded gun, but you, as an individual, have the finger on the trigger and can decide whether you're going to pull it or not with your habits. So I was listening to this podcast and the speaker on the podcast said, what would it be like? How impactful for people would it be if you could give them the ability to see the last 10 years of their life? Wow. Great question. Holy smokes, right? Yeah. Holy smokes. Can you do it? Well, I, I don't think so. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, figuratively, if there were a way... Now, look, I mean, there's predictive index and things of that sort. But if you could see what your health looked like, would you do something different today? If you could see what your lifestyle would look like, could you do something different today to impact the outcome of that? Right? Um, could you see what your kids end up looking like? Could you see what your grandkids end up looking like? Would you do something different today to make those changes? Right? I mean, it's just a very thought provoking idea that if I could peer into what life will look like in those last 10 years, would it change my habits? Would it change my actions? So that's something that I've committed to myself to always ask, what I'm doing today, is it going to have a positive impact on those last 10 years of my life? Or is it going to be detrimental to those last 10 years of my life? So I think, um, as I think about that, you know, this other quote that I learned long, long, long ago that comes to mind is success equals when preparation meets opportunity. And relative to our show today, what I think um, the opportunity is, is that Thrive Financial Services has made such a strong commitment to an education-first approach to people who are pre-retirees or retirees. And how we do that is we provide these educational workshops and dinner seminars, we provide webinars, we provide a newsletter, we provide all kinds of material and resources that give people education about what's it going to take to be successful in retirement. The, the, it all culminates down to probably the biggest opportunity that Thrive gives the community is the ability to have a comprehensive analysis done of your current retirement situation. Complimentary, right? We do not, care, like, it's hard for people to understand this, but we don't care. I don't say the word, we don't care. We're indifferent whether you do business with us or not. And the reason behind that is the fabric of our company 
the ideal of our company is if you do good by people, people will ultimately do good by you. So we never feel the pressure, we never give pressure to have to do business with somebody. Now, what happens, again, because I think when people are looking at the opportunity of getting a comprehensive deep dive analysis, it typically takes us on average, Joe, 10 hours to put that work together because you end up getting a social security analysis, you get a Medicare analysis, um, you get three different tax reports, right? We do a tax report on what your projective effective tax rate will be in your retirement years. That's important to know. We give you an analysis on whether a Roth conversion strategy makes sense to minimize the taxation in the future. We also do a tax efficiency cash flow analysis that tells you how to distribute your money. Where do you take, you know, how much social security to take? If you have a pension, when to take that? Um, When to start distributing money out of your non-qualified accounts, out of your Roth accounts, out of your traditional deferred accounts? That report in itself is utterly amazing for people. Um, We do a retirement stress analysis, and that's what Brett talked a little bit about, where we look at every possible scenario that you provide the information for, you know, as a consumer, you give us your information, and we will create the probability of whether or not your assets will last throughout your lifetime. Now, like Brett said, that's not necessarily critically important for some people, uh, because you may have You're already on Social Security. You may have a strong pension. And just from those two things, you're meeting your monthly expenses and you're living life okay. But if you need your assets to supplement all of that, it's important to find that out. And that's what that report does. And then the last report we do uh, is a report that takes a look, what Karen talked about, looking at your portfolio and the risk associated to the portfolio, whether you're taking too much risk or not enough risk, to get that proper rate of return to make sure that that nest egg grows over time and can distribute money without being depleted. So that's the opportunity. The preparation for that to begin, again, success is really on the consumer. The preparation is getting yourself in a state of mind that, you know what, this guy who's talking on the radio this morning is making some sense. Like, I do want to have a glimpse into what the last 10 years of my life is going to be like. I want to know financially that I've got peace of mind. You do what you want with your health situation, but again, right? Second to health is going to be: <laughs> Do I have enough money to do the things I want to do uh, in retirement? So the preparation is number one: getting yourself in the state of mind, and then the second is picking up the telephone, making a phone call to Thrive, and saying, "Hey, I want to come in for one of those complimentary consultations." It's a two-appointment process. Our team here will schedule both appointments for you at the same time. So one, you know, we get to meet each other and we get to get, you know, together and get all the information. The second is where we'll present that analysis. And then it's up to you from that particular point in time. So if you're interested in that, the best way to proceed is give us a call, 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088, and get yourself on one of our advisor's calendars. We'll be happy to help out. I think you answered the question. Maybe. You answered the question to your question. Can you see what the last 10 years of your life will look like? 
From a financial perspective. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show from Thrive Financial Services. If you're like most Americans, you have more questions than you do answers about what to do with your retirement savings. If you have a question about your IRA or your 401k, pension, or other tax-deferred accounts, if you have a question about reducing taxes, generating income, or filing for Social Security, whatever it is, David, Karen, and Brett are here to help. And often your questions can be answered in a simple phone call. Just call 215-798-9088. 215-798-9088. And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm, office headquarters located in Fort Washington, and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners. If you'd like to learn more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. Today's program has been pre-recorded.